0: Welcome to Shortcut to Sunday. I'm Ben. And I'm Bruce. And this is your podcast for October 9th, 2022, the 18th Sunday after Pentecost, proper 23 in year C. And we are coming to you not live on behalf of Holy Family Episcopal Church in Fishers, Indiana, and bruce how are you this fine afternoon it just turned afternoon
1: <laughs> i'm great i'm covered with puppy love from blessing the animals yes today. we
0: just finished with the blessing of the pets or yeah. blessing of the animals or blessing we had a couple of cases of blessing of the stuffed animals yeah uh, uh it was it was fantastic it was a bit colder uh, than had we had hoped mm-hmm. as beautiful as we wanted but uh, but a little bit chillier because uh, the the effects of uh, Ian uh, hurricane Ian uh, swirling uh, uh, colder air from the northeast uh, yeah. this morning uh, but it was still quite lovely. Uh, I don't think it was too terribly painfully cold. Uh, it, was, it
1: was in the low
0: 50s yeah it was it was chilly. But it was doable,
1: it was doable,
0: yeah, so, uh, but it was nice, it was very, very nice, yeah uh, um, so, so now all the pets are as holy as they will ever have been. <laughs> Uh, well,
1: it, it's been a couple hours. Yeah, it's been a couple of hours. Yeah,
0: it's, it for some off. it wore off. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so so that's uh, that's where we are uh, right now as we're, as we're yeah. recording. Uh, so what what do we have coming up? That's done. That's in that's in the past. That's, that's old news. news. Uh, what are you doing now? What's next? What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what have you done for me lately? Right. Well, oh, um, this coming Friday is game night. Yes, it is, and I know that's a favorite of Ben's. It is. So bring your big box, fancy games or your simple games, and gather around tables and have a fun time playing. Are there refreshments this year, Ben?
0: Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been procuring some uh, some pizza and some drinks, uh, depending on. I usually wait to see what the numbers look like at seven o'clock, but ah. uh, but uh, I'll order this. Uh, um, not, not that we're sponsored by anybody, but, uh, I've been a little disappointed with Domino's lately. We're going to switch over to Papa John's this Friday, uh, to get, uh, to, to get something uh, a little different, but, uh, but yeah. So, uh, a little bit of food, a little bit of, uh, soda and water and lots of games. So
1: just since they didn't pay us any money, I feel free to <laughs> mention somewhere else, the, um, Greek pizza place. Oh, Greeks. Yes. Okay. So one of the our recent luncheons used them, and it it was tremendous.
0: Yeah, their food is really good. But it yeah.
1: might also be an arm or leg. I was not part it's, of procurement.
0: It, it's it yeah, it's more like a kidney uh, and an arm. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but, but but totally worth it. Uh, 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 very very good pizza. Yeah, that,
1: that reminds me of that time I woke up in a tub. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lots of ice. Yeah. I know.
0: <laughs> hey you know what uh, everybody has their own uh, their their own process of dealing with eating too much uh, maybe, no, maybe that's I was
1: thinking s- of the kidney thieving
0: yes I know what you okay. mean. yes yes I was aware I was aware uh, but yeah um uh, no it, it's 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 really good it's a lot of fun uh there are some really good uh uh folks who bring games who are great and fantastic at teaching new games lots of new options uh for uh, uh, games that are that are uh, uh, reasonable to 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 learn and kind of fun and, and a little bit uh, uh, different if you're into that and then if you're into uh, you know hey haven't played shoots and ladders before mm-hmm. uh, bring it uh, yeah. let's let's uh you know find a find a find a group of the folks who can uh who who will play that and and we've had multiple games going on at the same time so it's a lot of fun um, um it's kind of a it's a blast pick your pleasure mm-hmm. uh but Ton of fun, ton of fun. Uh, So, yeah, that's coming up on Friday. Uh, Uh, Do we have, what do we have, uh, what else do we have coming up?
1: Sunday is the stewardship kickoff. Oh, that's right, that's right. The 2023 budget. So, after the 8 o'clock service, we'll have nice bakery goods and coffee Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm and a a little presentation. And after the 10 o'clock service, it'll be quite a bit fancier with uh, various kinds of barbecue Mm -hmm. and a... a uh, brief presentation on pledging and how to donate to the church. So it'll be a good time either yeah. either after either service. I, I understand.
0: understand it's being, uh, it's being categorized as kind of more of like a thank you process. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, so for anybody's out there who's like, Oh yeah, I don't want to be talked to about money. Uh, it's really a thank you uh, yeah. uh, about money uh, uh, and, and, and uh, uh, trying what, to
1: relieve the guilt.
0: Yes. Yes. Which is, so uncatholic. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're Episcopalian. <laughs> um, but uh but yeah, yeah, as a as a thank you for your time and talent and treasures, uh everything mm-hmm. that goes into uh making uh this uh, church community and, what it is.
1: And frankly, it's also just a chance to get together. I mean we're, yeah. we're trying to emphasize those as much as we can uh this year since for roughly 2 years we couldn't get
0: together. Yeah, exactly. So
1: here's another excuse get to our fill. share a meal and mm-hmm. we're doing it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's uh, that's that's uh our church future history. Yeah. Uh let's uh let's let's move over to uh the church small small c uh, uh oh, or is that big C? Wait, which would that be? Ch- the Universal Church would be a Big, big C. c big C. Uh, just to make uh, it confusing. Yes, just to make it nice and confusing. Uh, let's let's go back in time, uh, this day in church history. And keep in mind, this is uh, this is October 9th, uh, uh, historical dates for the church. Uh, 1253 is where we start. We see the uh, death of Robert Grossesteste, right, which I'm sure I butchered, but he's a reform-minded English bishop who inf- influenced John Wycliffe, Mm-hmm. Uh, and that—that's John Wycliffe, not Wycliffe Jean. Uh, totally different. Well, he might have influenced Wycliffe Jean, maybe. No, who's Wycliffe Jean? Oh, never mind. We'll move on. And oh, uh, see, I'm, I'm in the <laughs> Episcopal universe. <laughs> music. It, 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 oh,
1: it's it, it, oh,
0: Music. Of uh, and uh, um, uh, not only did he influence uh, John Wycliffe, uh, but formulated the scientific method. Yeah, which is interesting. Uh, well, that,
1: yeah, that's you know, Europe was coming out of what we're not supposed to call the Dark Ages, mm-hmm. and the leading that in England was the um, church, which ticked off the Pope to no end. But mm. yeah, and so it was one of our bishops who developed the scientific method.
0: Yeah, Grosseteste is the way I should have pronounced it. Had to mm-hmm. look it up real quick. Grosseteste, and he so, is
1: on our saints' calendar for his go. contributions to scientific inquiry.
0: Uh, th- th- there you go, and really cool though when you think about it. Like, yeah, a scientific method came from a bishop. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, uh, see, science and religion can can coexist. Oh yeah. Fifteen sixty one. Oh, sorry. Darwin was a devout
1: member of the Church of England.
0: Episcopal yeah. Church. Yeah. 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 Never gave it up. He felt,
1: as we do, that um, evolution and uh, Christianity can easily coexist and even enhance each other.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Study of the possible. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think I read it at one point in time uh, his, a viewpoint of his uh, study. It's this. Uh, he engaged in the study of the possible. Yeah. Neat guy. Uh huh.
1: But he wasn't on the list, so go on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 1561, uh, the Colloquy of uh, Poissy ends. Held near Paris, the conference between the rent- French Roman Catholic bishops and the Protestant ministers is unsuccessful in reaching accord, but paves the way for the 1562, the next year, Edict of Saint Germain that will officially recognize and give limited freedom to French Protest- Protestantism. Uh, well done. All right. <laughs> um, uh, which. Is tenuous. Uh, <laughs> let's just say as to how that all plays out. Like, oh yeah, it was paving the way for a good decision that <laughs> didn't didn't always hold up. Oh. Well, yeah, they they still had
1: their revolution to go through. For instance, it,
0: exactly, exactly. Uh, 1620, death of Louis de Cologni, uh, uh, widow of William of Orange. Uh, Mm -hmm. She had sided with the Armenians against Calvinists in the Netherlands, which is like, (laughs) like my brain (laughs) is going, yeah, wait, what? Hold on. Uh, so yeah, Armenians against the Calvinists in the uh, Netherlands. Apparently that was, uh, her... I guess if she's the widow of William of Orange, then she would hold a title of notoriety, right? Uh, that would so her opinion on which side uh, would hold sway uh, in in that. And well, we don't get into the the fights in the Netherlands very often. Well, but the,
1: especially at that time, the Netherlands and England, well, really Netherlands and the rest of England, uh, rest of Europe, were very tightly connected. It, we sometimes look back with rather prejudiced eyes about, oh, you know, they were so backwards they didn't have the internet yet. Mm-hmm. But the Netherlands was a major international power. Mm-hmm. And by that point, ideas were flying fast and furious um, about anything, but include and including religion mm-hmm. throughout Europe, including England. And one of the major um, players in those conversations was the Netherlands.
0: Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh you're
1: also responsible, I believe, for the tulip fiasco, where it was like the okay, here's a
0: huge tem-tom. I'm making a face as you in are making a face. Like, what what? <laughs> the tulip fiasco. Yes. The on the on the Great British bake off or what? What's what's the tulip fiasco?
1: <laughs> okay. It was kind of like um, cryptocurrency where Okay. tulips were in limited supply tulip, okay. and they were traded in the form of the bulbs Okay, and the Netherlands for a long, 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 long time had been breeding tulips. Mm-hmm. So they were sort of the cryptocurrency farm when people thought tulips are the safest investment I can put my money in. Hmm. And so the price of tulips went through the roof and at some point someone said, wait a minute, these are plants. And the whole thing collapsed.
0: See, and that's why I never trust Big Tulip. Right.
1: <laughs> and it was a huge financial crisis in Europe.
0: Interesting. Yeah. No lesson to be learned there.
1: Or uh, <laughs> well, at least we haven't.
0: <laughs> I am. I'm not a crypto bro, so uh, uh, that's not. Uh, uh, that's where I would draw <laughs> some some comparisons
1: it's um, It's a good comparison that
0: is that, that is interesting uh 1635 uh we see uh roger williams being sentenced to banishment by massachusetts for his religious views in exile he will found rhode island on principles of freedom of conscience um so there you go uh founded <laughs> founded by a guy in in, in exile the smallest state <laughs> It, it, is, it is a short drive. Yeah. It is a short drive. Been there, done that. Yep. <laughs> Couldn't even find the t-shirt. Right. <laughs> uh, beautiful country, though. Be- beautiful part of the country. Yeah. Uh, 1747, death of David uh, Brainerd at age 29 of tuberculosis. He had been a missionary to Native Americans in New England. Uh, his journal, published by Jonathan Edwards, will inspire many readers to become missionaries. Huh. So, twenty-nine-year-old, twenty-nine years old, uh, tuberculosis was a beast uh, back then. <laughs> yes, uh, and and uh, yeah. So, twenty-nine and and accomplished more than I ever will. So, uh, there you go. Uh, eighteen hundred. I'm gonna rearrange uh, a little bit about how this is structured, Can I, cause I actually, in a way, don't appreciate the way it's done. Mary Webb, eighteen hundred, organizes fourteen Baptist and Congregational women in the Boston Female Society for Missionary Purposes. So, fourteen Baptist and Congregational women, uh, uh and, and organizes uh, this new society for missionary purposes. Okay. They put at the front end of the entry that she's wheelchair bound. Uh, so, I mean, which I guess in 1800 is, is, is a notable, uh, yeah. uh, um, ac- makes the accomplishment more notable, yeah. but, uh, uh, in my view, it should be the side note. I totally agree. So, um, 1860, we see the conversion of Robert Anderson who will later head Scotland Yard. Initially I had read that and got said, so what, <laughs> uh, uh, but he was the founding head of Scotland Yard. That's what when I thought. When Scotland Yard was founded. Uh, uh, so he was the first uh, director of Scotland Yard, uh, which makes it more notable and is completely absent from this entry. So, <laughs> fail. Uh, <laughs> 1920, Orthodox reader. Oh, this is going to go badly. Basil Ivanovich Katagorigan uh, is sentenced to death by communists of Omsk province for, and, and this is why I found this one interesting, for quote-unquote counter- revolutionary activity which makes my head turn just a little bit so he wasn't rev he was part of the revolution he was part of the establishment i guess is the other way to say that well i don't know about him personally but
1: yes that if i won the revolution you don't like that i won the revolution therefore you're a counter-revolutionary
0: okay so well yeah yeah, I mean, and
1: usually does have to do with going back to the good old days.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So, so maybe an indication of like after the revolution was over, he was yeah. revolutionary himself to the Against to the, the winner revolution. of the yeah. revolution. Okay, yeah. that makes a little bit more sense. Uh, uh, it was just like, well, there's a lot of people who are counter revolutionary, mm-hmm. just in that like, if you didn't participate in the revolution, you were. Can, often considered counter to it.
1: It was often dangerous. It uh, still is. Uh, it still yeah. is.
0: It's kind of dangerous to be on either side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> revolutions are messy. Uh, 1935, Yin Rexian and his wife, Faith Soyun Ding, uh, who have been reaching out with the gospel to prison inmates and street people, baptized more than 20 prisoners. Uh, so, and that comes from the, uh, the uh, Biographical Dictionary of Chinese Christianity.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I was wondering where.
0: Yeah, yeah, I didn't really say. That's why I added
1: that last bit.
0: 1954, death of Vita Scudder, a socialist and peace activist in the Episcopal Church, founder of the Episcopal Church Socialist League, co-founder of Denison House in Boston to provide social services and education to the urban poor, and an advocate of intercessory prayer um so yeah. one of one of one of the members of our episcopal church uh uh to note uh um uh socialist league back then uh, in 1954 um kind of a bad rap yeah (laughs) but uh as as indicated in these parentheticals to provide social services and education to the urban (laughs) poor. uh uh, but
1: yeah no not part of the red scare ever arrived being still sealed yes right right, yeah
0: i'm sure yeah exactly um, uh, uh, maybe more the the true definition, <laughs> definition of socialism, not yeah. the, uh, not, not, not the, uh, the, the conjured, uh, uh, definition, uh, that came later. Uh, 1994, a Roman Catholic mob destroys an evangelical church in Acapulco, Mexico. And in, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, out of that all recently. places. Yeah, yeah and, and and that recently, uh, and then a, a very unfortunate event uh, eleven years ago, uh, twenty eleven, the Egyptian army army ruthlessly runs over and sh- or shoots Christians who are peacefully protesting the failure of the Muslim government to bring justice. Uh, Muslim, oh, that that's to bring justice should say on Muslims who have burned Christian churches and attacked Christians. 27 protesters unfortunately died and two days later uh muslims will also assault the christian funeral process uh, processions Perception. uh uh i i not only is that recent and so noteworthy um uh, i do want to point out how uh how religious uh, the entry uh, seems to read so i read it as as written um very much so <laughs> Very much seeming to want to indicate to you that uh, a certain religious group of people, uh, it's part of their religious practices that make this an issue. Mm. Uh, it's, those are individuals. It's not, right. the, the, it, it, not the, the thought process of the religion itself. But Well said. But when you have a government that is also set up a certain way, uh, then sometimes it's, it's harder to draw that line of distinction as well. Yeah,
1: and particularly with Egypt, it's, for quite a while, has been exploiting the the religious divisions mm-hmm. to keep opposition from becoming powerful enough to tr- be any kind of powerful force against the government. And gotcha. sadly, I think it was just, I want to say it was just like two weeks ago, there was a similar occurrence of a, a Christian church being attacked by a mob and no one being arrested
0: yeah yeah unfortunately uh, uh that that does happen in a, in a lot of religious states yes. uh um or Acapulco, for instance or right <laughs> right or or the opposite uh, yeah. of of uh of heavy prosecution for mm-hmm. uh, uh, events that yeah. may not have even happened
1: on so. a in re- in now lighter vein at the time it was a huge problem i have the dates for what is called tulip mania
0: <laughs> <laughs> that it's was it called tulip mania at the time i assume not right i
1: think soon after really because there were a lot of people really deeply criticizing what was going
0: on i didn't realize mania was that a uh, popular term okay go ahead oh, and give me, that's a good question. go ahead and give me the dates
1: 1634
0: is when it started okay and it
1: collapsed in um 1637 okay Um, early in in February of 1637 when people who had (laughs) this still cracks me up had put their fortunes into rare tulips found no one was willing to pay the inflated prices for tulip bulbs that they were counting on being able to gain Mm -hmm. and the whole house of cards went down
0: yeah it does uh uh, it does. It does go to show there there are good reasons why we don't go back to uh, those types of models. Uh, there, which, to be fair, is is another reason why we came off the gold standard years yeah, ago. Uh So very much so because of the the, the potential yeah. of everybody go- looking to each other and going, I don't care about gold anymore. Do you? Right. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, then let's
1: kill it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and to be clear, this tulip mania affected the economies of all, of every European country. Wow.
0: Even though it was centered in the Netherlands. Wow. But for those three years. Oh. oh what a glorious you tulip a society. New...
1: <laughs> with <laughs> tulipian. With two, if you got the right two tulip bulbs, you got a new carriage. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> you can sell them
0: right. <laughs> tulipian socioeconomic uh, policies. Interesting. Um <laughs> well let's move on uh to 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 the more well-known church history of uh oh. of our readings. Oh,
1: and if tulip mania mm-hmm. is not
0: a good enough title,
1: in modern labeling of it is the tulip bubble.
0: Okay, yeah, the tulip bubble. <laughs> Which is a very modern
1: I, it, term. But it
0: it goes to show you uh my one. age and where I when I grew up when you said tulip mania all I can imagine is Hulk Hogan ripping a t-shirt <laughs> Um, that says tulip.
1: <laughs> See, now I'm picturing tulip bulbs floating. I'm going to come me. in there. and <laughs> I'm
0: going to rip that tulip
1: apart.
0: <laughs> it's worth... I'm going to bring it all down.
1: <laughs> it's worthless now, Hulk. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs>
0: oh, no. Uh, we're off to a um, good start. Um, let's, to the let, let's go to our reading. Uh, our first reading uh, uh, for uh, the week is 2 Kings. Uh, chapter 5, verse 1 through 3, and then 7 through 15c, of all things. I, I don't recall how many instances there are that we get to a Not sub-verse that has three sub-portions to it. Um, yeah, there can't be many. Anyways, uh, here's the story that it, it, it covers. Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Aram, uh, was a great man and in high favor with his master because by him the Lord had given victory to Aram. The man, though a mighty warrior, suffered from leprosy. Now the Armenians, uh, 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 sorry, uh, on one of their raids, had taken a young girl captive from the land of Israel, and she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, if only my lord were the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of, leprosy, of his leprosy. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to give death or life that this man sends word to me to cure a man of his leprosy? Just look and see how he is trying to pick a quarrel with me. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent a message to the king. Why have you torn your clothes? Let him come to me that he may learn that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariots and halted at the entrance of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go, wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored, and you shall be clean. But Naaman became angry and went away, saying, I thought that for me he would surely come out and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God, and would wave his hand over the spot and cure the leprosy. Are not Abana and Arpa the rivers of Damascus? Better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? He turned and went away in a rage. But his servants approached and said to him, Father, if the prophet had commanded you to do something difficult, would you not have done it? How much more, when all he said to you was, Wash and be clean? So he went down and immersed himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of According to the word of the man of God, his flesh was restored like the flesh of a young boy, and he was clean. Then he returned to the man of God, he and all his company. He came and stood before him and said, now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Um Second Kings, first and second Kings have tons of fascinating stories. Awesome stories. Uh, uh So I don't know how... Much more there is about Naaman uh, in the book. Uh, I don't know if you have that available. I think but that's I, it. I feel like that. Yeah, I was going to say. I feel like that's that's pretty much it. Um, um, what is the relationship between Aram and Israel? Are they just neighboring states, or is it a? Uh, I mean, why why would why would there be a letter written to the king of Israel? About
1: yeah, their neighboring states. And, okay, and um, Israel was the lesser of the two states. Oh, okay. So it was. So that's part of the context is that Naaman is from the mightier place and needs help from Israel.
0: Interesting. From an Israelite. One of the things then that stands out to me is that this story starts uh, focused on Naaman, but does um, indicate, because we, we're, we're really used to the Old Testament really just focusing on Israel, right? Uh, and how how it interplays with the people of Israel and God yeah. and all the God's works. It has here, uh, bec- because by him, the Lord had given victory to Aram. Uh, so by Naaman, uh, uh, so God was in, the, the indication is that yeah. God... Uh,
1: the favorites. same
0: the same god uh that, that Israel uh uh identifies the singular god was interplaying in um the the geopolitics I should say <laughs> yeah. maybe, of the uh army of of uh, I, uh, but but in their in their military victories uh like well, is not only involved in Israel uh, uh things but an indication that the Israelites recognized his God's involvement elsewhere. Well, yeah,
1: because it was the the, it was the evolution of the theology of there's only one God. And, right. And you know, but one true God. And so you got to take the good and the bad is if your God <clears throat> is the God of all creation, then you don't get to control that God mm-hmm. like in the other civilizations around them. And sometimes you'll be decided against right. by that one true God. Right, right, right. Whereas in the other cultures, one of the reasons they one of the reasons the theology of my country has one has one God that's all ours is you got to control that God.
0: Right. Yeah, and maybe it's just because maybe it only stands out to me because um the storyline is only told on one stage at a time uh mm-hmm. and and so um rarely would you have the opportunity to have a portion of the story involve god that doesn't involve any any the, like a a subject matter to come you know what i mean just the way that the way that the story is written is is a rare opportunity to to kind of identify that
1: well it actually occurs more often than we might think oh really that in part because we have a stereotype as Christians of the Hebrew scriptures Mm -hmm. that you know it's it's this very almost primitive view of God and Israel's relationship and yet repeatedly even in relatively older books of the Hebrew scriptures this kind of theology is expressed which would have made a lot of Israelites go wait what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) that God is using these other nations to fulfill God's desires. I thought that all the other nations they they have their own God and yeah, they don't worship. Yeah, 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 they only work for the Greeks. Um, Why doesn't ours? Oh, because ours is universal for the whole world. Well, that's good, but I'd still rather control (laughs) what happens through the right sacrifices and prayers.
0: Right, especially when uh, with a neighboring state and an indication here from the young captive yeah the young girl who, who's captive um you know f- friendly might be in, too too generous a term as, as to how they might interplay yeah uh um because she t- is taken captive mm-hmm. uh, uh she's the kind of the linchpin uh for the story here of like oh you know you know if you were to go to uh, you know some areas where Israel is like the land that they it, it well, the the it's kingdom is Elisha over. Is. Yeah, is where Elisha is. Um yeah, but basically if you'd only go see Elisha, he'd be able to carry you of this right away. I'm sorry that you know Which
1: is another reversal. Uh-huh. Because here the the person of lowest status in the story, in this portion of the story, is the instrument of God.
0: Right, Right. Right. Which isn't. I, 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 we should point out. Uh, you said re, you know a reversal, but a very common theme. Of, yeah. Very common theme of, of the message coming from uh, the lowest, the lesser individuals yeah. than you would expect. Yeah. Uh, as far as social status and mm-hmm. and everything. So. Um, uh, so
1: so this is okay. This story. This part of the story. What we're talking about is like that old argument. As a baseball fan, I've heard for decades Mm -hmm. of, okay, the batter crossed himself before stepping into the batter's box. Mm -hmm. If the pitcher crosses himself, who will God favor? And it's like, God
0: gets to be everywhere for everyone? Neither. God's not a baseball fan. (laughs) I realize for the hockey dude here... (laughs)
1: That'll be very clearly clear. a hockey guy.
0: <laughs> clearly a hockey guy. But
1: it, it 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 just shows that this conundrum is been present, I think, in humans since we became human. Yeah. Of I want to control God. You know, God is a Texan or God is a Hoosier. Um, no. God is for all creation, even beyond this planet.
0: Right. So right, that's, right, that's right.
1: what that's the amazing theology this story is. Um, starting with,
0: yeah, yeah, it, it, sorry, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, so that's like what the first two verses, and now right. we go on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, now we
0: move on. It is interesting, uh, that uh, what once you kind of get all of that context in place, you understand the um, you understand the concern of the king of Israel, who, do, by the way, no. does not get named, right. uh, out of all of those. doesn't us. even get a name, yeah. yeah, yeah, the king, who cares about that guy, um. But you understand where uh, then the king will be coming from, as far as like, oh crap, <laughs> like you're really, yeah, and, and I don't want to be in this position, you know. Mm-hmm. Cure cure this greater nation commander guy of his leprosy, and if I don't, then it's uh, my fault now. Uh, yeah, you know, gosh darn it, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for this. Exactly. Um. Uh, um. So uh, um uh it, it is interesting then that Elisha has the the position of sending message to the king of like hey what makes you what makes you think you're the you know yeah. why would he come see you send him to me <laughs> yep <laughs> you're yep. not curing nobody <laughs> <laughs> we you and I both know it nameless guy in this story um uh but uh so uh, send him, send him to the prophet. Which is, if you had any hope of of uh, of completing the task of curing somebody who reaches out to you, uh, you know, I, I I suppose that makes some makes some sense considering uh, your your religious views and backgrounds. Um, yeah, send them to, you know, the prophet. Uh huh. <laughs> um, there's, I, I seem to remember something about in this story, uh, obviously Naaman is, is a little, uh, uh, stuck up and, uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, prefers his homeland cause he references to, uh, two rivers, uh, uh, beautiful rivers from where <laughs> I grew up. Uh, and why do I, why, why would I bathe in this, you know, this mud pit of yeah. a river? <laughs> uh, um. I seem to remember reading at some point in time that the, uh, the, 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 waters there in Israel might, might there might've been some validity to this might've had. Depending on the time of year. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, it, what I like about this story as haughty as the main character gets right about, uh, about this, the, the story isn't one of like retribution to, right the stuck up the and faithfulness. Right. Right. And he went away and died. Yeah. <laughs> like God struck him dead, right. which is kind of like where you, if you haven't read this story before, like mm-hmm. I, I feel like a decent number of us, that'll be like, Ooh, Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. yeah. He gets boils <laughs> or something, right. like You know, uh, something bad happens to him. Um, that's what I like about this story is like, he, people talk, him into reason, yeah, which is a similar again,
1: to not people of an equal or greater, status right? Right, right, sure, lower status, sure,
0: which reminds me a little bit of uh, uh, several stories in the old testament of you know, individuals talking God into, yeah, something. Um, so he sees reason It's is like, Oh, yeah, yeah, now yeah. you mention it, yeah, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> no, hey, 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 Naaman, take two seconds, <laughs> think about it. You, 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 you horsed yourself all the way over here. Uh, and and um, it's not like he's asking you to do something hard. Uh, Which he's he would not, have been willing to right. do. He's not, you're, he's not karate kidding you. Like the, <laughs> yeah. the, the Mr. Miyagi, go paint the fence. Uh, he's just saying, go take a bath. It's easy. And you're like, hey, all right, fine. You
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's a wonderful image for salvation. Yeah. Of we try to make it so hard, and it's so easy, and we often reject the easy because it's too easy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, um,
1: and you know, bathing in a muddy river, you look a little silly. And so, Naaman would perhaps would have been.
0: I uh, was oh, like concerned with appearance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want all my, my you know assistants and slaves yeah. to see me this way. That's degrading, right? Huh. Um I'd
1: rather do a heroic quest.
0: Right, right, um, right. I want uh, the the first of all the guy should meet with me. I'm an important yeah. dude. Uh, you know, uh <laughs> he uh, to to quote uh, to, to to borrow a quote from Akerman, man. He owns several many many leather-bound books. <laughs> Department we've moved of on for money rich <laughs> rich mahogany <laughs> uh but yeah you know he's i'm a big deal yeah. this guy should want to meet yeah. with me uh, uh and yeah uh, so we
1: know he's concerned with status
0: uh-huh. and with
1: yeah you know, i guess status automatically is in the eyes of others so yeah to then have he told yeah go roll in the mud like a pig um he may have felt that was below him
0: yeah yeah um So yeah, several, several things, several, uh, small things hidden in this story, the one, you know, uh, coming to your senses, Mm -hmm. uh, um, the path to, uh, purity when when you could read religious purity is simple and easy Mm -hmm. and not, not a hard, not, not a big ask. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, um, and then that, that, that fully, you know, uh, changes his mind and, and, yeah, one true God. And uh, mm-hmm. that's that's the point of the story. Um we have all our all the ones that we worship back home, but I'm convinced the the, the single deity, this yep. one's the way to go. And ironically, perhaps, that
1: restores Naaman to a, a more sociable status because he no longer has the skin condition. Right. Or leprosy or whatever it
0: is. Um Naaman, now he can be as haughty as he wants.
1: What? <laughs> and and part of the reason we know that's important is Naaman basically means handsome man. Oh, okay. So the the fact that he's got some ugly going on would have been
0: a huge
1: embarrassment.
0: Yeah, interesting. Um so real quick, because I've I've spent a lot of time on this one and I apologize, but the old yeah. testament stories are fun. This um, is a deep one, too. Yeah, it's deep. Uh, we skip four, five, and six any ideas like any part of the story? Is this just a repeat it, of like any rights to the King? And then we see the King actually receive the letter. Is it yeah. like a repeating thing like yeah, that? Exactly. Okay. Uh, and, and then uh, verse 15, we skip a and B, <laughs> which yeah. I'm curious as to why it can't be terribly long. Right.
1: Yeah. I have to admit it's one of those like, why don't we bother skipping that? Cause it is just, two sentences, Um, but it is the, um, well, just read them. Yeah, read it. (laughs) Then he returned to the man of God, he and all his company. He came and stood before him and said, now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Please accept the present from your servant.
0: Huh. So, wait, wait. What was, what's 15A? (laughs) Like, how's how's that break down? Because it says 15C. So, it, where's fifty? Where's the break for A, and where's the break for B?
1: That's what I'm seeing. Then he was clean. Okay, what's not there. Uh-huh. Then he returned to the man of God. Wait, that is there.
0: That is there. Or does it just go all the way to C, the end of C? Is A, B, and C in there, and it's an, an, an indication Weird.
1: It's all there. Yeah. Okay. So I don't
0: know. <laughs> oh a weird entry today. <laughs> so uh which is okay, which is okay. Um I was gonna look it up myself, actually. Uh, just so I could see. Yeah, it it's all there. That's all there. Um uh, so that's that's very odd. So it ends at the oh. end of 15. Um okay, here's what's not there
1: please accept a present from your servant
0: yeah yeah okay
1: so the the c is how many clauses there are gotcha you go through three clauses leave out the fourth
0: got it got it got it got it got it okay that makes sense yeah um i it doesn't make sense why we. i mean he gives him a gift <laughs> Yeah. What is it? Especially for our stewardship Sunday. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) right? What's the, does it say anything about the gift or does it, the end of story? Uh,
1: (laughs) Okay, then there's this massive negotiation.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because Elijah
1: turns it down and it's back and forth of, uh, you know, donkey. uh, um, (laughs) And, yeah, so it's it's kind of funny,
0: actually. So do we even have an idea as to what the gift? The long and short of it is Elijah doesn't want a gift. Uh, uh, he he turns it down. Or yeah. Elisha? Elisha, I said Elijah. Yeah, Elisha Elijah turns, turns it, down. it down
1: and actually turns it kind of back on him and you know say use this for good purposes.
0: Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, which actually uh, not that the reading needs to be longer, but you know, another good aspect to the story of like, not only is the request to be clean, a a low bar uh, to, to, to pass, but I don't, you don't, nothing is expected of you, you know, follow simple instructions and you don't have to, you know. Which would also fly a little bit in the face of the way the temple gets run. Of like, bring your sacrifice. And bring, there has to be a, you know, there has to be.
1: Well, and also, okay. I think the reason they cut that off is a new story starts.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Where Elijah's servant thinks Elijah really should have taken more. And so runs along and says, oh, wait, wait, wait. My master changed his mind. And then Elijah will get ticked off that the servant had done that. And so it in a whole nother set of teachings.
0: That's that 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 is interesting. Yeah, that's that what is it, interesting. Yeah. Well, shoot. Uh literally one of those I, I can really it, first and second Kings are are like uh it's a black hole to me. I get sucked in very easily. So I apologize. Black a beautiful black hole. Uh, 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 so we're running long And I apologize uh, But I will move on to our psalm reading for the day Psalm 111 the whole... <laughs> Okay, I just gotta add one thing <laughs> Sure, go for it The servant who ran, a, ran after Naaman
1: And got money to pay for things that Elijah might need uh-huh. Elijah was so ticked off They said, okay, Naaman's leprosy is now going to be on you So it really has some good special effects
0: <laughs> Oh my <laughs> oh my! Interesting. Punishing Naaman yeah. for the sin of this of his servant. Of, no, Elisha. no,
1: no. The servant gets Naaman's leprosy.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. I th- I thought he was giving it back to Naaman. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Naaman, you idiot!
0: <laughs> oh my! Yeah. No. That's that's yeah, rough.
1: So he got the acne. <laughs>
0: Oh, goodness. Psalm 111. Yes. Uh, We get to read the whole psalm uh, this week. So uh, this is how Psalm 111 reads. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of honor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has gained renown by his wonderful deeds. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He is ever mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures for, for excuse me, forever. Um, this is all nice language. We don't have any of the back and forth, uh, <laughs> right. um, blessings and curses kind of style of uh, of Psalm here. Um, do we know anything about this uh, th- this Psalm?
1: Not much, actually. It's paired with um, some. I want to make sure I get this right. Yeah, it's paired with Psalm one hundred twelve, the one that follows it. Okay. Where, and each is twenty two verses. And like we wait, have, wait.
0: Uh, Psalm one eleven is more than ten verses. Let
1: me see. If I get this right.
0: Because the way it's written in our lecture yeah, here it's, it's, seems to indicate that it's the full song.
1: I shouldn't have said verses. I should have said lines.
0: Oh, okay, okay. 22 lines. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha.
1: And um, 11 is about the um, righteousness of God. Uh-huh. Uh, 112 is about the righteousness of a person living in accordance with God.
0: <clears throat> Interesting.
1: So they're meant to be traveling together. Uh-huh. in our spirituality and uh, reading of it.
0: Um, a binary uh, star system of Psalms yes, rotating through our biblical universe.
1: And one thing I want to add that I was just thinking about numerous times through this past week for various reasons and Bible readings and stuff. Um, there's This is a famous verse that appears on posters and stuff. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Mm -hmm. Um, The fear of the Lord is not what we think of as fear. It's instead should be, would be better translated as reverence. Uh,
0: Okay. The, maybe like the awesomeness of... Yep. The, the the awe of...
1: Recognizing the awesomeness of God is the beginning
0: of wisdom. Interesting. Okay.
1: And unfortunately, gloom and doom Christians yeah. have used this repeatedly to say, you know, really... If you're not fearing God, then you're stupid <laughs> because the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: but... Almost every time in the Bible that in English is translated as fear of the Lord, it's almost always, if not always, supposed to be reverence of the Lord or reverence of God or mm. yeah, being in awe of God. Mm. Um, it has to do with Old English when the King James was translated. It doesn't have to do with a shift in theology.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha.
1: And the translation shaped theology. Um in the English Protestant traditions, right Doggone it, <laughs> Doggone <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> that is interesting though that the that it has a sister psalm to it and mm-hmm. and uh, uh both follow a similar um this this one does read to me more like a prayer of thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh, uh, as opposed to poetry or or a or a hymn um um a- again. We say it almost every week, even though a lot of those things, ideas, or and concepts are intertwined. Yeah, uh, but that, like, as I read that, that's con- more like for me a contemplative prayer, mm-hmm. um, um, uh, as far as how it strikes me. See, and with Psalms, the my quick shorthand of Psalm
1: composition in the Bible is Bob Dylan. Okay, where. Some of his lyrics could be straight out poetry. Some are written to fit the the music setting, which uh-huh. with Psalms we've lost. Some are very explanatory. Some are very symbolic. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So when you think of the author of the Book of Psalms, you're welcome to think of King David. Also think of Bob Dylan.
0: <laughs> King Bob Dylan. A good Got Jewish it. boy.
1: <laughs> also Christian sometimes. <laughs> sometimes back to Jewish fascinating spiritual journey
0: yeah 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 um well this is we're running over anything else about solomon uh, rather than going into uh too much detail that, that's fine <laughs> 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 i just want to make sure i got that fear of the lord though. pray 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 feel free to, to to look back and pray on that uh, pray yeah. this uh this week it, it's it, a good it, one it is a good one uh let's and move... keep going through 112 yeah 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 yeah. do the do the duality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Luke is our gospel reading, uh, chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, 10 lepers approached him, keeping their distance. They called out saying, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. As they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. Praising God with a loud voice, he prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, were, were not ten made clean, but the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. Um, so a a uh, a recurrence of leprosy this week uh, yep. in, in our readings,
1: very intentional, of course. Uh, intentional yep. pairing. Yep.
0: Um. Uh. And in 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 a way we, we, we have um uh we also have instruction. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus in this story does not just like Elisha did not go out and lay his hand over the right. spot and the leprosy is made clean. Uh, he gives them a task. Um.
1: It's, and again, a very simple one. A
0: very simple one. Go, go, show yourselves to the priests. Which, if memory serves, like the priests would kind of be the the gatekeepers as to yeah. whether or not they were allowed to reenter society. Yeah. So, so
1: it was actually killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. It shortened their process. Yeah. Compared to Jesus healing them and then them having it to go to the priests.
0: Right. Exactly. Uh, so so literally uh, uh, being efficient here and mm-hmm. uh, curing them on the way to being uh examined and allowed to I'm re-enter sure. uh, uh society um one of the 10 so only 10%, 10 10 10 10 uh recognition rate uh, <laughs> realized that they were uh uh clean and went back to thank him only one only one um which is which is a. Uh, um No indication as to whether or not they all... I I would assume they'd all recognize that they were healed along the way. Chances are this one didn't go, I'm healed, but only internally. Right. (laughs) uh, One would think uh, that... that, as they're traveling, they realize that they are healed. They talk to each yeah. other. They, you do. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's get to
1: those priests. Yeah, let's
0: get to those Which priests. I gotta. I, is
1: what Jesus told them to do. Is,
0: right. Is following instruction. So it does kind of create this interesting uh, um, issue yeah. later on in the story of then Jesus being like, "Hey, where are the other nine? <laughs> Did... <laughs> I don't... Uh, following your instruction. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. What do you want? I'm like, is that bad? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was still going to follow your instructions, but I just wanted to say thank you. Maybe yeah. they're going to come back later and say thank you after they get clearance to go see their children, their wives yeah. or spouses or well, and grandparents or something.
1: Even to see Jesus closer up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah have their little
1: bill of health mm-hmm. and so that they don't have to socially distance.
0: Right. Right, right, because yeah, what the way the story is set up, there would not be time to do both, according to the way it's set up. Now, yeah. I, whether or not that's true yeah. uh, uh, is, is, is is I suppose up for debate. But uh, uh, the way it's been at least translated, it implies that the other nine went and sh- were showing themselves to the priests as the Samaritan right. is showing himself to the other priest.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and part of the dynamic here that is so easy to overlook is Samaritans typically did not worship at the temple. Right. That uh, Well, lack of time, I won't go into the whole thing. But so it's not surprising the Samaritan didn't go to show himself to the priests at the temple because it would have been like, I don't like those guys anyway, and they don't like me. Right. So, oh, I'll just go back to Jesus. I'll just go back to that source.
0: Yeah. And, and, and as you say that, uh, one wonders if, uh, one has to then wonder if Jesus knew that that was the way it would play out. Right. That Samaritan over there is not going to go show himself. Right. To the priest. <laughs> priest problem. Might not even have it. Yeah. Uh, um, so wonder what he's going to do. And, uh, 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 Jesus also being God, uh, mm-hmm. perhaps knew that this would this would happen, and uh, then this is an intentional thing for whoever's around him. Yeah, one one assumes one has to assume any at any point in time in the story, if it's not expressly said that there are people around Jesus, there are people right. around Jesus. Quite so so uh, uh, this Samaritan then gets to be an another chance for Jesus to show people around him like. I'm hammering home that message of I'm here for all people, right? It's not just the God's chosen that mm-hmm. you assume, uh, I'm here for, uh, and, and I'm right. looking to be here for all people, including those that were once, you know, a part of us before this division. Mm-hmm. Um, because the Samaritans are, were the, the, the group of, of uh, uh, people in Israel who were left behind after Babylonian conquest, right? Wasn't yeah, that right? They, they were not seen as worth right. enslaving. But they're Israelites.
1: They're Israelites. <laughs> so, But they didn't have the experience of being enslaved by Babylon, Right, right, right. And the reason they weren't is that they had no skills. They had no money. They had no talents. And so we're already looked down on within right. Jewish society. And so when the, Jew, when the Jewish society came back, it was like, you know, we didn't like you before. And we sure as heck don't like you now. Right.
0: And, he, and this is because, hundreds of years later.
1: Oh, not really. was they, they were only in captivity for about, in a matter of decades. No,
0: no, no. I mean. Oh, this. This. Yes.
1: Hundreds of years later.
0: Hundreds yeah. of years. So, so that division uh, was, never, was not, not repaired.
1: To, even today in Israel, there are Samaritans who do not worship at the um, Wailing Wall or other Jewish holy sites in Israel, and do not worship in the same synagogues.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: That division's still there.
0: Right. So yeah, this is uh, th- th- this gives Jesus the the opportunity mm-hmm. to to make plain uh, yeah. uh, that point uh, because it it, it he. Goes all the way up to Jesus, prostrates yeah. him at his feet, and and uh, that would have been anybody around him uh, would have would have seen this, would have heard this, would have recognized that. Uh,
1: and, and again, would would have been kind of shocked by it. Yeah, that he was letting a Samaritan get that close to him, right? Regardless of the prior experience with illness.
0: I'm curious as to the actual word that's translated here in verse 18. The word "foreigner."
1: Oh, okay. Um, let me double check. Sorry about the dead air. No. Usually Ben keeps talking. Uh yeah. Sorry. I was I was uh,
0: rereading and uh, seeing if I had another question.
1: It's um it the literal literal
0: translation is another race. Interesting. Yeah. So so he kind of he kind of even pokes and prods he he would be poking and prodding the crowd and drawing that bias out of them intentionally yeah uh, not just saying you know look here's the Samaritan and allowing your mind to wander that way <laughs> but yeah. like literally and almost engaging anybody with an earshot of like hey you know how you think of this guy as completely different than the rest of you. And a and a and not just a foreigner, another you know a, yeah. another race. Uh, um, that's actually very interesting. Yeah, uh,
1: because he is not subtly calling the group racists.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. In a
1: very very negative way,
0: right? Um, and he and he ends up elevating again, yeah. elevating this person in a lower position. Yeah, uh and Um. Which is which is interesting, um, and uh, in typical uh, 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 Christ uh, um, uh, or a semi-typical, uh, every now and again there's a story that doesn't quite go that way, but uh, <laughs> uh, a fairly typical uh, uh, Christ approach, uh, he gives credit to this individual's faith. Mm-hmm. He does not take credit for himself right uh and so in in that way we we see again a comparative uh to uh the first reading of Elisha mm-hmm. not accepting the gift not not uh taking credit for like right. not, yeah no god did this mm-hmm. not me you and your faith did this right not you know it's
1: yeah you and god directly you didn't need an
0: intermediary right right so breaking down multiple walls and yeah. divisions uh here with this fairly simple story mm-hmm. um uh, which only occurs in luke which only, oh interesting yeah. okay so uh, which which this is a, this is a class for me this is a classic example of why i like doing this podcast mm-hmm. because several of those i don't think that you would necessarily think of just by reading the actual words right. written there's you know, these layers upon layers. Yeah, these these different layers that are built into the story uh, and and being able to explore those. Thank you for, for oh, letting us do that. I love doing it. Yeah. Uh, anything else about this passage? One last thing, the, the
1: last verse, uh, Jesus said to him, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. That made you well does not refer simply to physical healing, but the entire existence of of that human has been mm. made healthy, okay, so spiritually, emotionally, physically.
0: Gotcha. So a word is used there that it that does not mean physical health. It right. means like the whole being.
1: Yeah, and so it's a it's a pun. Oh, okay. So people who are not um, spiritually astute in that moment, witnesses will go, "Yeah, made him made him healthy, made it." made that leprosy go away, doesn't have acne anymore. Yeah. And other people go, Whoa, that really transformed that person.
0: Right. Yeah. A uh, yeah, which which makes sense because yeah, that would be very transformative.
1: Yeah. And much much more important than just getting rid of a physical illness. And again, it's a Samaritan who the racist crowd was like, Yeah, that guy needs a lot of healing. <laughs> we know they live.
0: Yeah, I, I imagine uh, there would be those in the crowd that, that some of that just goes right over their head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how gracious and magnanimous of him. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Samaritan, come clean my foot feet now. Yeah, now that you are, yeah.
1: <laughs> now you can get close now to me. Now you shall come home with me. Yeah. yeah. And
0: I will pay you a non-living wage. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just a reminder how terrible we are. Uh, <laughs> well, with that, <laughs> with uh, calling ourselves out and as, yes. as terrible humans, uh, uh, we'll call to a close this year podcast for October 9th, 2022, the 18th Sunday after Pentecost in year C. We encourage you to join us in worship however uh, your week uh, allows you to. Uh, Eight and ten in person, nine o'clock in between is the educational hour for all ages, Uh, And the 10 o'clock service will be broadcast uh, on our YouTube channel, HFEC Videos. Lots of things going on uh, to point you to. So uh, visit our website, holyfamilyfishers.org. And until next week, I'm Ben. And I'm Bruce. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.